Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Good morning, everybody. How's you feeling? Jesse, how are we the only people on camera right now? <laughs> I don't know. I've already been up for a while, so I love good morning, it. Good morning. Good morning. Well, we'll probably have another, gosh, uh, a big group joining in in the next two, three minutes, and they're going to come on. So there's Craig. He's on camera. Guys, if you are here, I highly encourage you to turn your camera on. There you go. Thank you, John. I love it. I love the background. All right, cool. You guys, because we have a great guest host today. We have Jesse Bedoin from a... Uh, uh, Call action. Have I been saying your last name wrong for like the 10 years I've known you? How do you say oh, your last that's name? That's right. Everybody does. No, it's, do. uh, it's Baudouin. It's actually pretty good. I thought, uh, <laughs> I, I knew, as I said, I'm like, I know I'm saying it wrong. Jesse Baudouin. So Jesse runs a company called Call Action, which is um, basically intelligent automation, nurture for inbound phone-based leads. It's an amazing company, but he's here today talking about a topic that has come up many, many times in masterminds I've been in over the last month or two, which is Google local service ads. And Jesse is probably one of the best marketers I know in our industry. And you may be, I think one or two of you may be running Google local service ads. Most of you are not. And even if you are, there's probably some ways to optimize them that Jesse's got some, uh, uh, he pretty much knows the best ways to do just about anything. Is that a safe thing to say, Jesse? Uh, I don't know about that. I am just uh, a constantly curious individual, so I'm good at parroting what I learn. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, so I'm going to let him walk, walk you guys through. So this is, uh, this is, I'll just turn it over to you, Jesse. I'll be here. We can bounce back okay. and forth, but I know you got a little presentation to walk us through on Google. Sure. He's not selling Google local service ads, guys. This is something that um, I just want to make sure you know about because there's only a handful of realtors using it, and I think it's really powerful. So go for it, Jesse. Yeah, for sure. So let me basically share my screen and we will jump straight into this. So I'm going to kind of power through this fairly quickly um, so that that way um, we can maybe leave some Q&A basically at the end. Um, so those of you that don't, me, don't know me, Jesse Baudoin from Call Action, uh, been in the industry since 1987. So for a little while, personally did about 3000 transactions. Call action comes from my pain of being a salesperson and working online leads since 1997. So a little bit about me. So let's kind of get started on this. Um, so the first thing that we want to kind of talk about is why Google local services, right? Why should we be using this? So we'll make it pretty simple. Here's a little chart of the top websites in the world, right? Number one, there's this little tiny company called Google and it averages about 92 billion visitors per month. Now you can see some of your other favorites on there, you know, Facebook, so on and so forth. Um, notice no Zillow anywhere in there. Zillow gets about 200 million visitors per month. So it's not even close to one another, right? Google really is kind of the window into the internet. And it's also basically kind of the window into most people's minds. Oftentimes they're gonna search terms in there before they even talk about those terms with anybody. Um, and so if you need any other reasons, this is the only reason that you really need. Number two, basically, obviously being uh, YouTube, which Google local services doesn't uh, apply to that quite yet. 
but it is all over Google Maps and all their other properties. So we want to talk about intent. Why is intent so important? Why is that search bar so important? And it's pretty straightforward. This is what it kind of comes down to. The higher someone's intent is or their level of motivation, it is going to determine the way that they reach out, okay? How they make inquiries, what they're basically researching. So if we think of someone who has really low intent, maybe they're going to do a Google search. They're going to go visit a website. It's probably late at night. Maybe they'll fill out a form. As they get more motivated and their intent starts to increase, their level of motivation starts to increase, the way that they're going to communicate is going to start to change. So they'll move up into maybe live chat or text. And ultimately, the highest intent that you can possibly get is a phone call, right? Nobody wants to reach out. You want to do it on your own terms until you're ready to do something. And that's why calls are so important here. So as we kind of move down this, um, there's a concept that I've introduced, I don't know, for three or four years now, I call the art funnel. And the art funnel is pretty straightforward. It talks about several, um, oops, several different um, formats, basically, in terms of the consumer journey. At the top, it's usually aspirational. Then it moves down into research. And at the very bottom of the funnel is transactional phase. And when we look at this little quadrant here on the bottom right-hand side, what you'll see is that same art funnel kind of translated into a quadrant. So you could figure out if someone has really high motivation, but low ability, they're in research phase meaning they're going to be on the internet. They're going to be searching, how can I buy with, you know, bad credit, low down payment, so on and so forth. Or maybe vice versa. You have someone that has really high ability, pre-qualified, ready to go, but their motivation is not that high because they're like, oh man, you know, houses in Encinitas, they're overbidding by 250,000 bucks. Forget that. Like I'm going to wait on the sidelines or interest rates are going up or whatever it might be. But when you get the combination of both motivation and ability, they're going to be in transactional phase. And this is the single most important thing to understand. So use this little chart as you're kind of thinking about the questions and, and um, interviewing your customers to figure out where are they at? Are they in A, in aspirational, meaning ah, low motivation or just kind of, you know, sifting through or browsing through Facebook? Or are they doing really highly directed searches on Google purposely looking for information, okay? Here's a, kind of another way to take a look at it, um, which is basically the funnel itself. You go aspirational at the top, you're dropping down into research, and then you're gonna go into transactional. Those of you that bought a car, you know, you might have a vision board up. As you start basically closing lots of commissions from last year and early this year, you're thinking, okay, well that, you know, new Porsche is coming my way. And you're gonna start basically doing research to figure out price, accessories, models, so on and so forth. And then when you're finally ready, you're probably going to pick up the phone and call the dealership and find out if they have that exact car on the floor. And that will be your first inquiry or with that particular business. Okay. So what are Google local service ads? Really straightforward. This is it, right? You will outrank basically everyone. So if you're doing a quick search as a consumer, and you type in, you know, top real estate agent in, for example, Green Bay, Wisconsin here. Here's one of our clients, Greg Dallaire. 
basically beast mode. This guy will do 500 plus transactions with a team of eight people. Um, and he's using Google local services um, on basically the ad. So what happens is this appears on all mobile devices, appears on all desktop searches, and it's all related to searches that are looking for people, okay? And what takes place is when you click on that ad, it actually opens up directly to a phone call to hit the call button, okay? And that call is gonna go directly to you or wherever you indicate that ad. Now, what's nice about this is see that little Google screen at the top, Google the most trusted brand behind probably Apple and stuff like that. So what happens is trust is automatically conveyed from Google directly to you from being these screened people. And there's only three people that are there at the top and these three people are gonna rotate basically over time, okay? So next what we're looking at is why use these click to call ads? They are frictionless, meaning there is no form to fill out, right? They're going straight from intent, I'm looking for an agent, straight to a call talking directly to you. And for those of you that have maybe invested in Zillow leads or OpCity or something like that, what's the best leads that you can get from them? It's those live transfer phone calls. Because the difficult part that we have in our industry is actually the follow-up and the chasing after leads after we've generated the inquiry. It's the 10 attempts it's gonna take to actually talk to someone once they submitted a form. And this eliminates all of those items. So it's frictionless. Now, why is it important? Here's a little stat from National Association of Realtors. How many times basically did a consumer contact the agent that they actually used to buy a house? And what was the original form of content? Nearly 39% of people, it's a phone call, okay? So we know that this is the number one form of contact from a consumer with you directly. If you take an audit of your past closings, you're probably gonna find out that majority of your first contacts with customers that you actually sold the property to really came from basically a phone call initially. Now, if we take a look at this chart and we kind of change the direction of it, it's a little bit more apparent how important phone calls actually are, right? Intent is basically significantly higher. So what they're going to do is they're going to pick up the phone and call, especially in a market like we have today. In multiple offers, there is no time to wait and go back and forth for basically an email response, right? People are going straight to phone calls. So in call actions world, this is what you could do for those of you that run a team. If you're running a team, you're gonna click on the ad, the ad is gonna pop up, there's a little call button, you hit the call button, you can run it through call action, you don't have to do this, but those of you that run a team, it goes through call action and we will call everyone on your team simultaneously. The same way that basically Zillow broadcasts a call. And this is what we basically can facilitate as a company for you. At the same time, we'll capture the lead, drop it into your CRM, do all of the data entry. Now, the beautiful part about this, let's say the call doesn't connect, you don't pay. If basically they hang up before the call is actually connected, call action still captures the lead and actually starts to engage the lead directly. So how many of you have done this search before, right? Using Siri on your mobile phone or something like that, right? This is the number one or one of the number one search terms of the last 10 years.
And it's all because of mobile, right? Nearly 60% of all search now is on mobile and it's voice-based. So people will be standing in front of a property. They called your listing. You didn't answer. Guess what they do? They go, Google, realtor near me, right? And it's going to pop up a list. And guess what's going to pop up on there? Those three basically click-to-call ads that we talked about that outrank Zillow and every other portal, okay? So how important is it? Here's the search terms and how quickly it's basically grown over time. And this is directly from uh, Google Trends. So constantly moving up, moving up, and moving up, okay? Now, the other thing that's important is the term itself, right? Now, this is a person versus property inquiry. A property inquiry, someone is looking for information about a property, but they're not looking for an agent, right? This is someone looking for an agent specifically because this is the only time that those ads appear. And this is a critical distinction in terms of the intent of these leads. You're not going to rank for a three-bedroom, two-bath house. That ad is not going to appear. Okay, And that person would be in research phase versus transactional phase. So if we kind of think about this, Here's some of the other terms that it kind of tends to rank for. Realtor near me, realtor in your favorite city, best realtor, top realtor, whatever real estate agent. So if you pull out your phone and do the search, you're going to see who your competitors are and you'll probably see that ad block. Now, if you don't see that ad block, it's because nobody is running it in your area. And if nobody is running it in your area, you're going to need a minimum of three people that are running these ads for them to start appearing. And I'll give you some tricks on how to do that um, really quickly here. So how would you like to outrank Zillow and everything else? This is the easiest way to do it because of that really high intent lead. If I'm searching realtor near me, I'm ready to do something. This is as close as you can get to a referral because think of the difference between a referral lead versus a lead that you generate. A referral is two people talking to each other who are looking for someone to help them. And this search term is as close as you can get to that. Does this make sense to everyone? Hopefully it does, okay? So it's a referral versus an inquiry. A referral is looking for a person to help them an inquiry is looking for information, okay? A referral has inherent trust that is transferred between the referrer and the referee on a Google local service ad. That happens to be from Google over to you, right? Because you, you are Google screened vendor at that point. So very big distinction in terms of the quality and the intent of those leads. So almost wrapping up here, when we think of cost and complexity, what happens is people want to talk to somebody else, okay? If we take a look at this and you look at this little chart, the more complex something is, the higher the chance are that they're gonna do more research, right? They're gonna check reviews. They're gonna find out about that particular product, okay? If it's a cheap product, they're just gonna check reviews. Okay. If you're on Amazon buying a $20 thing, hey, you don't care. You don't look at the reviews. You take your own chance. You buy it. End of story. But if the thing costs, if you're buying a Dyson vacuum for 400 bucks, all of a sudden you might read the reviews and be like, okay, is this really worth it? Okay. But as the cost and complexity starts to increase, 
what you're going to do is you want to talk to a service professional, right? This is why basically um, the more complex the transaction is, the higher the likelihood they're going to call you, okay? So again, same top right quadrant from that art funnel, this kind of carries over exactly the same. So some LSA tips and tricks, right? Local service ads. So ultimately, here's how to win. Number one, you must answer the phone, okay? Google is only charging you for the calls that you take. If you do not answer the phone, Google stops sharing you, okay? Stop showing your ads appearing in there. So you must answer the phone. Now, little stat from Zillow, we happen to work with a lot of those people as well. Even though Zillow does a broadcast to their entire team, only about 50% of the time does the call actually get answered by the first team they are calling. And oftentimes they have to cycle through multiple teams to get someone to basically answer. That's why they only give you 30 seconds to answer the call because they're trying to connect it within a minute with that particular consumer. So you must answer the phone. So if you were running these ads, I highly suggest you do not use your personal cell phone because many of you are not answering that on a regular basis, okay? And if you're gonna tell me, oh, I answer my phone all the time, just look at any posts in Google lab coats when you talk about agents complaining about other agents answering their phone, we know that all of you don't answer your phone, okay? So run a dedicated call capture number, whether it's call action or something else, doesn't matter. What we do is we send you a text message before the phone rings so you know exactly where it's coming from. That way you're gonna answer. Number two, to win this, bid as high as you possibly can. You're only paying for the calls that you're taking, so crank up your budget, take as many calls, and then you can lower that budget if you need to. But never, ever, ever turn it off completely, okay? So some ideas in terms of the bids. You can get these calls for somewhere between 20 to 75 bucks, okay? This is the cheapest lead highest intent you can possibly get. So most of our customers, I'm recommending you do your budget like $5,000, $10,000 a month. What you're doing is you're telling Google, hey, I am very serious about getting these high intent leads. And guess what they're gonna do is they're gonna give them to you. But once you start going through that budget, if you're not happy, you can drop back down the budget to a thousand and slow down the volume if needed. But send the signal to Google that you are very serious. So that's gonna be done by answering the phone and basically the highest bid. When I talk about update the records in here, Google is looking for help from you. Scratch their back and they will scratch yours. What's gonna happen is they give you a little pseudo CRM. So when you get a call and let's say it's a vendor that is calling because they don't know how to do their own research and they're just taking the path of least resistance, you can actually log into the dashboard with Google and mark that particular customer as a spam call or as a vendor. But more importantly, if you start to update the contact record with like, let's say name, Google is gonna really appreciate you because you're helping them build data and aggregate data about the people who are interested. This again, sends a signal back to Google that you're taking it seriously and what they're gonna do is give you more calls, okay? It's pretty straightforward. 
have a strong Google local business ad. So if you're not trying to get Google uh, reviews right now, you should definitely start. Set up your Google business page, start trying to get reviews. Obviously the nicer the reviews that you have on there or the more reviews that you have, the better that it's gonna look and the more that you're gonna um, get calls. Now, if you just have one review, it doesn't matter. If it's a five-star review, all that they're showing is just the pictures and the five stars, okay? The number of reviews next to it is fairly small. Um, so don't get hung up on, I don't have enough reviews. Just be a doer, set up the ad and just do it, okay? Now, take three, okay? This is a little trick, a little hack for you guys. If you're in an area that I mentioned earlier and this ad is not showing, what you need to do is if you run a team, get three of your teammates to basically create Google local service ads, okay? It's pretty straightforward. And what's gonna end up happening with that is all of you will be able to start ranking. That way you can take all three of the top spots and it will get all of you guys basically showing on those ads. Um, make sure you capture every call and you need to start now. So ultimately, basically, just remember that conversations create closings. You need to talk to people. This is a game of contact. It's a full contact sport. The more people you talk to, the more business you're gonna do, okay? So are you gonna be a doer and actually set this up? It's gonna take about a half an hour or so. You do need your ENO insurance, you need your real estate license number, and you need to create the profile. Okay. It's going to take you a total of maybe a half an hour, and it's going to take about a week or two for it to get approved because they're going to do a background check and everything, and then you're going to be all set up. So if you need some more information, you want to find out about this, just go ahead and text the word LSA to that particular number, 323-676-1110, and you'll get uh, my Google Calendar if you want me to help you out. I don't charge basically any kind of service fee. And the reality is you don't need a third-party company to manage this because there's no bidding involved. It's just put the budget and that is basically it. So um, any questions that I can answer? Jesse, was that fast enough? Am I in time? Looks like I got two minutes to spare. You were spot on. Now we got we got we got like seven minutes. So the call ends half at the at the bottom of the hour. So you okay. you're good. We got, we got we got plenty of time for questions. Yeah, uh, Don put in the chat box. He said that you're a wealth of information. This is great info. It really is, Jesse. I just put, <laughs> I just put that uh, that text number in the chat box as well. Three two cool. three six seven six one 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 zero. Text LSA to that number. Um, wh what questions do you guys have? And I just noticed my computer's about to die. Give me one second, really quick. So gather those questions. I'll be right back. <laughs> All right, get the questions here. He's getting his power cord. Uh, I need an ENO insurance, like your uh, um, ENO insurance, your you know, uh, from your from your brokerage. I can message me. I can help you get that if you need a copy of the, the policy. Um, Cool. What questions do you guys have? I, I've been a call action client, by the way, for years. It's an incredible system. Um, and I love, Jesse, that you are very transparent and said, you don't need anyone to manage your budget for this lead source. You just set it up. And do it yourself. Yeah. yeah. Ultimately, there's no bidding. It's not like a traditional Google ad where you got to figure out negative keywords, positive keywords, or anything like that. It's all managed by Google. And what Google's going to do is they're only showing the ad when it's related to consumer intent looking for a service professional. And right now, you know, this, these ads are only appearing for certain types of industries. So plumbers, HVAC, attorneys, 
anything that is high urgency and expensive, those ads are basically showing for. And luckily, real estate is actually in there. Mortgage is not. So you actually have a pretty big open playing field at this point. Now, here's the thing that's interesting. Google local service is not new. It's actually been around about five or six years. And we've talked about it in the past, but it only used to appear in Google map results. So those of you that have strong profiles in Google Maps, you probably have ranked already and have kind of taken some of these leads. What's changed more recently is the fact that they've changed the layout and they're getting much more aggressive in terms of pushing this to the top of the funnel. And the reality is, is that they know that big brands that used to pay the Google PPC budget, right, which was uh, Zillow, Realtor.com, and all those. Well, Zillow's already ranking organic and all of that stuff. So what they're doing is trying to bump those guys down and take that revenue because, you know, Google may have used to pay, you know, a couple bucks for, I mean, uh, Zillow would pay, you know, four, five, ten dollars for a lead because they've been doing it for so long and their profile was so strong. Well, now if they can charge, you know, 40 or 50 bucks for a phone call, that is going to be much more profitable for them in the long term. Okay, so that's why they're kind of going down that route. So. Here's here's a question that uh, from John Citro. John asked, uh, "How do we get to be up there in the top three if there are already agents using this service?" So it's going to rotate over time, and it's going to go back to those three basically qualities that I was telling you about. You need to send a signal, so it's going to be a answering the phone. This answering the phone is the single most important thing because think about it. Google's not going to make any money if they don't connect the call to you. So it's pretty straightforward. Don't answer, you're not going to appear. Answer all the time, get as close to 100% answer rate. They're going to keep pumping you basically leads for as long as you have your budget up there. So you need to have the budget. You need to basically um, show that you're taking it seriously and answering the phone calls. And then the really other subtle tricks that I mentioned to you is start updating the Google dashboard, give them back feedback about that particular lead source because you're helping them aggregate leads, right? Aggregate data. You're starting to match up for them. Hey, this phone number is this particular person. And those kind of signals are going to help you outrank everybody else. And listen, be, let's be totally frank, right? Most agents are not going to answer their phone anyway. They're going to set this up and not answer. They don't answer your own sign calls. So like <laughs> that, that's worth 6%, right? <laughs> so. yeah. I love it. All right. So question uh, from, from Anita said, so if you're newer to real estate and you had a small budget, is this still, are you still able to get leads? Is this an appropriate lead source or is this more, do you think for bigger budgets? What yeah. do you think? I actually think it's probably a better lead source than anything else out there simply because of intent and you don't need anything other than the technology you already have, which is just your phone. That's it, right? At the end of the day, there is no way that you can generate a lead for 50 bucks that you're going to be in a two-way conversation. You can go to Facebook and run an ad and get a low intent customer who's browsing, looking for cat memes and end up on your website by accident, right? And, but you're gonna spend so much time chasing after the average lead. Most leads are gonna take on average about 10 attempts to get a hold of them. So if we put some perspective behind this, think about it this way. Let's say if you make $100,000 a year GCI, your hourly rate is worth 52 bucks an hour, okay? 
if I generate one lead and that lead takes 10 attempts to get a hold of them, think of how long it takes you to get onto your CRM, pull up basically the task list, make the outbound phone call, log the note and reschedule the task. Maybe it's going to take you three minutes a piece times 10. That's 30 minutes of chasing after a lead for that five bucks lead for that $5 lead that you bought, you're going to spend a half an hour, right? Well, if your time is worth 52 bucks an hour, that lead instantly costs you 30 bucks. Okay. Two leads are going to cost you all of a sudden a hundred dollars and you're not going to have the intent and the conversion simply because the customer, their modus of, of uh, their mode of inquiry is low intent, right? If they're calling, they are serious. If they're not calling, because everyone understands that if I call, I'm going to be sold <laughs> and people don't want to be sold unless you're serious or you really need help. Okay. So, that's why this is so important. So if you're a new agent, highly, highly recommend start with this. Don't end with this. Okay. Those of you that already have your systems and processes in place, then you need to stack this on top of that to get a higher conversion and to complete your omnipresence in that customer's journey from top of the funnel to the bottom of the funnel, down the art funnel, right? Because in aspirational, that's where you're going to find them on, on Facebook, maybe. Right, because they're looking for cat memes, and all of a sudden they see your pretty picture. And all of a sudden, when they're in research, they're going to Google and typing in very specific searches: "Can I qualify? Can I buy a house?" Right, that's ability, or it's motivation: three bedroom, two bath in Encinitas, under a million bucks. Right, and then Jesse Zorgowski's like doghouse shows up. So. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. okay. I, I, I love it, guys. So we're, so we're we're at the bottom of the hour. We're gonna wrap it up here. Uh, you could you could ask in the uh, in the chat if, if I don't know if you want to answer it later, Jesse. About you know Robert's asking about maxing out the budget. Will Google notice you dropping from 10k to 250 to 500 bucks? Um, I dropped the number to text LSA to that number. Do you have a short answer on that one? Will Google will, will Google yeah, notice you? Yeah, I mean, dropping? if you pump it up to 10k, I wouldn't go down. You know, under a thousand bucks a month because think about the calls, 50 bucks. Uh, you know, 20 to $50 a piece. So if you're only showing $250 a week or something like that, that's five calls, right? The reality is if you get five calls, you're probably gonna, you know, slowly start to put a transaction together. Go back to that data that I showed to you about National Association of Realtors. 39% of people, 40% of people, the first contact they made with the agent that they actually used to do a deal was a phone call. Right. So if you take that intent, meaning they're looking for a real estate agent close to a referral, they're calling, which is also high intent. These leads convert. And oftentimes these are seller leads. OK, this is actually a really good seller source, because if someone lives in a particular area, they're going to do the search for best realtor in blah, blah, blah to list my house for sale. Right. This is really important. Also keep in mind that when you're generating leads, 65% of people are not first time home buyers. They are move up and move down. So you better ask the right questions when you're talking to consumers, right? Just because it came in as a buyer lead 
every buyer, uh, every seller starts off as a buyer. Nobody wakes up and goes, hey, I'm going to sell my house today and I have no damn clue where I'm moving to, right? What they do is they start searching in other areas first and then they're going to make that transition. So when you talk to someone, ask a very simple question. Hey, if you found a home you love today, would you need to make a contingent offer? And then pause. Because when you ask questions like that, they're going to imagine like, what's a contingent offer, right? And now you can show your value and that's how you build trust. Okay. And we do business with people we know, like, and trust who seem knowledgeable. So ask the right questions so that you can basically build trust. I love it. Jesse, this is awesome. As, as cool. always, you really are a wealth of knowledge. So good. So, so yeah, good. I appreciate that. Well, you know, 35 years in the business gives you, <laughs> I better be a master of something. I think I'm way past my 10,000 hours. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Guys, everybody enjoy your morning. Enjoy your day. Good to talk to y'all guys. And make sure you reach out to Jesse if you have questions. Bye guys. Thank you guys. Have a great day. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.